0: Kia four minutes past six o'clock on your Wednesday A sport. 18th January, hope your summer is flying here at SCNZ. It certainly is flying by. The Doyen's back, it's Karaka Million Week. we got Super Rugby just around the corner. The Black Caps in action against India tonight. Over there, gee whiz, there's a wee bit to get through. and We've got plenty on breakfast here. Izzy and Kempe back on Monday, but it's Beef from down there in the... Wow, the regions. Morning, Beef.
1: <laughs> Morning, Louis. Jeez, hasn't all that stuff come around? The black caps in India excites me tonight. Oh, yeah. Jeez, it excites me. Um, obviously, we've found a couple of the, the big guns in Salvi and Williamson, but no, it's almost like a real where we at sort of moment, isn't it? And. Uh, I'm excited by some of these uh, guys that are emerging. Oh, I'm all on board Bracewell. Jeez, I've loved what he's done for us re- recently. So, no, looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, he's been spinning up a storm, um, strangling that run rate along with Santner. And Ish is out with an ankle uh, a twinge. Now, Tom Latham, Henry Nichols, Tom Latham captains Henry Nichols, Mark Chapman in the squad. So, what they do will be interesting. We can debate that later on. Uh, talking some MMA, some UFC, because. Boy, now there's an industry which has some headlines, so we'll do that with Nolan King after seven. Rob Walters, soon to be the big dog in white ball cricket in South African cricket. This is a, a great, great promotion for Rob. So the CD yesterday went top of the table in Ford Trophy. That's his current gig. We'll chat to him about that and his future propositions. And Sumo, Scotty C- Stevenson, t- to just do a wee temperature check on the... Atmosphere inside world rugby and around this coaching merry-go-round at the moment, because we had an absolute field day yesterday, Beave, um dissecting the Eddie Jones Dave Rennie situation, and Sumo's, well, you know, he's a very passionate man, and he's got some great thoughts around it.
1: Yeah, no, and he's uh, he's got things on like his pulse. He's got a lot of good connections in Australia. He's uh, he's well connected to uh, the Australian commentary crew, um, so no doubt he would have uh, got some oil. Off, uh, off a few of those so I'm, uh, I'm fascinated to, to hear where Sumo sees us all at it's um, yeah it's you talk about merry-go-round jeepers it's it's something else at the moment isn't it it's, it's been the most bizarre little start to the year that you could imagine
0: yeah, and it'll probably get weirder here in New Zealand in February. Well,
1: yeah, in February. There could be something happening in February. Or is this a classic case in New Zealand rugby? Uh, Mark Robinson, very clever. Sometimes he says there's going to be a press conference to not tell us a whole lot about things at the press conference so maybe in no. February there's going to be a press conference to tell us that hey we're going to do
0: some announcements later in the year. No no With no, no, no. They, 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 had, they had to leave that in 2022. They, they, I, I reckon that fated press conference you referred to from South Africa that yes. would would be a low light in his professional life I would have thought so I, I, you'd, you'd hope they would have learnt from their mistakes.
1: Do you think he's holding? He had a New Year's resolution Uh 12.05 <laughs> under a. I wonder what Robo drinks. I'd say a nice bottles of red wine. He, he strikes me as a red it's wine. It's classy. Drinker. Yes. So I imagine maybe at 12.05 he, he leaned over to his wife and he said, This year, darling, I'm not going to have uh, press conferences that don't actually tell
0: anything. Uh, do you reckon that was his? Oh, I like to think so. I, yes. I, I like to think so. Um Yeah. For, for New Zealand rugby's sake, mate, we've got so much of that before February to actually speculate about. <laughs> and I. Everybody will love to hear this, and we would love to hear from you on 8833 throughout the morning, but more importantly, on that Kennard's High phone line 0800 150 811. We've got to. I've found someone on Twitter who who is. Um, giving us a wee insight as to what the Wallabies are we hanging on their dressing room next time they play the All Blacks. And it, it might have something to do with a few comments you made yesterday. So we, we can get to that a little bit later. We've we started a tran- tran- Trans-Tasman blip. Bled- I think you've actually th- thrown the spice into the Bledisloe beaver. Oh, we, have I? Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Wh- which is great. So we can tackle that a bit later on. But the only thing we all want to know, mate, is... <laughs> What's, what's the story with you, your pig? Do, do you have a, a functioning hoof and do you still have mirror glass shards in your foot?
1: Well, Louis, um, I must say, thank you. Thank you to the uh, the team from the breakfast show this week because really, yesterday was a long day and having a thread uh, where I could converse with you guys and maybe put a smile and and you guys be a part of my day yesterday, because it was a day. Um, obviously, straight after the show, I uh, made my way back to Pukekoe A&E, where I was under the impression I was coming in, I was having an x-ray, we I had the x-ray, uh, the x-ray girls who actually some of we them I went to school with said, <laughs> yep, you're not lying, there's glass in your foot. I said, well, that's good now, I don't look like a little wimp. Uh, so we go straight onto a nurse's bed, I told you yesterday that uh, the doctor and the wonderful doctor that I saw there said, this will be the worst jab of your life. And I was like, yeah, okay, I've had you know I've had jabs, no problem. He puts the jab into the, I, I describe it, I guess the paw of your foot, that, that bit of meat just been back from your toes. And I jump, I swear, I potentially squeal. Um, so yes, it was the worst jab of my life. Um, what makes matters worse is there was a poor kid next to me, and I'm I'm divided by only you know those sheet sort of curtains, shower curtains, do. yeah, shower curtains. And there is a poor kid next to me, who's just come in with his mother, who's in all sorts, um, emotionally and physically, as he's just been attacked by a dog. Oh, and by all accounts, I didn't see it, but his arm was flapping, and he's he's in his own spot of bother, and he's got a grown man. On the other side of the curtain, because he's waiting for his treatment and he's nervous about all his. He's got a grown man jumping through the roof and squealing at this, at this little needle. So I felt I let him down as well. <laughs> uh, make matters worse, uh, this bit of glass where it's positioned is was proving a nightmare for my doctor in Pukakaui. Um So much so that I could actually he had actually had to do some detours and I could actually start to feel uh, the, the scalpel. I, and this, this, I don't know if I told you boys this, but this will make you laugh. And the first time in my life, uh, all of a sudden, I just started feeling extremely hot, extremely sick. And I just start to roll off the bed. And the nurses, the nurses all start to get into a panic and put me on uh, the, where they read your bloods and put something on my finger. And apparently, technically, I fainted. Uh, so they then gave me a lollipop
0: te- te- technically you fainted
1: <laughs> that's what they're telling me I- I'll fight that but apparently I fainted because <laughs> they, they, they go have you ever fainted before and I go no well you just have okay um, so then the, the doctor said look Stephen oh, I've been in touch with Middlemore I can't with what with the tools that we've got here I think the best thing is I can't do any more jabbing of this foot to you you're just going to have to go to Middlemore and uh, they know you're coming, and, and we'll get us sorted there, a lot more equipment. Righto, that's fine. I said, Doc, I don't know if I could go through more jabs in that foot. I know what's coming now. The anxiety will kill me on this drive up. So anyway, I drive up there, jump into the Middlemore um, emergency department, which, uh, as anyone knows who's been to Middlemore, is, you know, you, you're rolling the dice. You could be there an hour, two days, who knows? Uh, wonderful nurses there, but probably the busiest ED in uh, New Zealand. And so I sit in there, and uh, the ladies get me in after an hour or so, and uh, they said, look, we've seen we've seen the um, we've seen the um, documents. What we're going to do is we're going to jab it so your entire foot is numb. So we, we won't be jabbing just the paw. So we get this, and I'm saying, well, can I have some more help? And she said, oh, would you like the gas? And I said, I'd love the gas. So she gave me the gas. <laughs> and I'm just because i am s- got so much anxiety about this needle into my foot I just go hammering tongs and so the lady another lady like an orderly lady goes hey 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 breathe normally I said this is me breathing normally don't worry and I'm just sucking the absolute <laughs> life out of this thing uh, my mum's actually come up at this stage because uh, Alex is having to look after the kids mum's trying to tell me to slow down I'm saying I'm not slowing down um <laughs> She said, And it's funny, I've never been on gas in my life. And the, the room, she said, oh, the nurse said, oh, I just feel like having a few beers. I was like, jeez, I don't know what beers you've been drinking lately. But you the say, all right grins? <laughs> yeah, the room starts to go fuzzy on me. And the lady, the doctor says, oh, I'm used to doing a lot of this sort of uh, jabbing because I used to work in Thames, oyster shell cuts. And I don't know why. I, at one stage, thought I was back on the Coromandel. <laughs> I literally didn't realise <laughs> I was in this room. And mum's busy taking videos for her cousins and uh, the brothers and that, thinking this is comical stuff. And I am literally in a haze, and I, I wake up in a bit of a sleep from from the attempted operation. Long story short is couldn't get that out. Oh. So we still couldn't get it out
0: because so, of the So, you, so you, you've knocked yourself, you've fainted after being jabbed, and you've knocked yourself out on gas. Yeah. And they've had, it had a crack. And is your foot like sore now? Because they would have had a good prod around, right? Oh yeah. Uh, look,
1: it's sore. Once I'm like at the moment, I've obviously got my foot up, so it's it's fine, and I'm and I'm on good medication. But um, yeah, it's sore, no doubt about it. L- walking around, it's sore. I'm on this I'm on this little boot thing, which takes a little bit of a weight off. Um, coincidentally, about the um, medication I'm on, I I just checked this morning, obviously coming in because I'm am on standby to have an operation now, uh, a proper operation, look. So so I'm actually not eating until 9 o'clock every morning for the next few days. And, uh, and anyway, I looked at the drugs this morning as I was uh, getting ready for the show. And I was like, well, what can I take now if that doesn't require food? And I saw codeine. Well, I, I had codeine for probably the last six, seven years of my career sort of as a pregame ritual, just uh, whatever I had going on. <laughs> I may have been addicted to it at one stage, but I used to have that. But then what was alarming to me, and wouldn't probably surprise many people who followed my career is um, can cause sleepiness so maybe that was a few of the bad games I had over the years was because I was potentially trying to nod off on codeine who knows no one ever told me that when they gave me codeine pre-game can cause sleepiness
0: oh there's a wee bit to unpack there (laughs) B there's a wee bit i back there at quarter past six um uh right now so let me just backtrack a wee bit so you are about to be because you you may or may not have said I don't remember if you said this on here but I'm out here you may or may not have said yesterday that oh I tell my mates they have to go for surgery Oh, I love a surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. Nothing I'd rather do than get knocked out. So you, you have kind of talked that into existence. So yes. you're going to go fully under and they're going to what, slice yep. it open and pull out these shards.
1: Yeah, it's going to make it easier for them. Uh, they're a little bit concerned about one of the tendons uh, that goes to the second big toe, uh, that it might have been a bit affected. Um, but yeah, no, it's a full-on operation. And yes, you're quite right, Louis. Yesterday I told you and Joe that there is no better feeling. Then uh having operation the wake up um, and I guess uh, having a few hours where you know you just started to live there and uh, and let the world pass by and, and have a you know a nice little nice little milk core something that they offer up to you after a uh, operation
0: oh wow, that is a big day mate and you front it up it uh what do they say gas up front up there you go. Well,
1: <laughs> ironically um, I'm not a great sleeper and this morning my old uh, golf watch it has an alarm on it. I wear that when I really have to wake up because it vibrates the hell out of you. I woke up to that this morning. I literally had the best sleep I have had for years. So, there you go.
0: So, it took took it out of you, mate. Uh, t- Tim <laughs> says Beaver just got wasted. Double eight, double three. A, uh, Yeah, Beaver was really into that gas. Um, kudos to your mum for sitting there through Middlemore as well, mate. Hey, uh, 0800-150-811. What are some of what are some of your your great hospital journeys? <laughs> Have you ever had a day like that with Beeve, where you're, you're sent here, sent there, jabbed here, jabbed there? I mean, be as gruesome or not as you like. Double eight, double three. What are some of your great hospital odysseys? And yeah, feel for the poor lad who got had one on with a dog. having I mean, to hear you next to him, that's brutal.
1: Oh, I know. Because at one stage, I thought, you know, because did he need a calming male voice in his, you know, in his ear, like, hey, boy, you'll be all right. And I thought, I literally at times thought about going over and seeing how a young fella was. And then I thought, you can't go over he's got no respect for you. You've just been squealing your head off. <laughs> um, my daughter was very impressed because um, after the alleged fainting at uh, Pukekohe, and I said, look, I haven't eaten. I obviously came up to the breakfast show and this is by about one o'clock by now and I haven't eaten. And they gave me, or oh, they just threw a lollipop in my mouth. And my daughter was awfully impressed that I had a pink lollipop. So she said, oh, you're so lucky, Dad. I was like, well, darling, I don't consider myself lucky uh, after yesterday's uh, trip. But uh, you know what? Silver linings, isn't it? Pink lollipop.
0: There you go. You hang on to what you need to, <laughs> beef to get you through. Um, 19 minutes past six. Here's Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. eight, double three. But give us a call. 0800 150 811. Anyone got any advice for Beeve? or what were, your, what were your great hospital odysseys? Come on through. Let us know. We've, you must have a couple. This is New Zealand. We've stood in on beer glass, mirror glass, oyster shells, everything in between. Uh, let us know how it's going. Beef. thank you for story time. That was just sensational. Mate. It's 19 minutes past six.